0: I'm ready. Okay, welcome to She Said Let's, where we chat the tricks and treats of the business of film and TV, shine a light on women who've empowered us, and dish on plot twists in our life we just had to say, let's too. In today's episode, we'll be finding out which character we are in Scream Queens, play a fashion
1: forward game of this or
0: that, and become housewives going on an ultimate girls trip And How Did We Get Here? I am obviously Kay. And I am obviously Hannah. And today we have a very special guest my literal brother, stylist, <laughs> creative director, model, Braxton J. Hall. <laughs> and Braxton and I have known one another since we were literal children we can't put an exact number on it we always try and like decide what well, were we 17 were we 18 we don't know uh because we were inebriated most of our teenage years as scene queens back in the day in grand rapids the but scene queens. i know yeah that was that was all the rage emo kids you know but i want to say it was probably 17 or 18 when i met him most likely at james Mikrit's house shout out to james Mikrit. Uh, But our real origin story came a few years later in college when we had too much Burnett's with no chaser, I might add, and decided to break into a house just to get to the backyard and get this big ass stick, which looked like a Harry Potter wand. (laughs) Of course, then we had many of ev- an adventure in college and a few memorable nights when I lived in Chicago and he would visit. And then we just happened to realize that we were way too talented to live in the Midwest around the same time. And so we both moved our asses to California and he lived in the OC for a couple years and would come visit me in LA and vice versa. And then finally moved here and we lived with each other in this apartment that we are currently at for almost eight years. And now here the fuck we are. That was probably the longest intro I've ever given to any guest that we've ever had. It was nuts. It It, was quite the fairy tale that Uh, we just had there. I know. (laughs) And to try and consolidate it was, was quite the trip Uh for me.
2: Yeah. It's wild. I will say I don't like being called your little brother, but we'll let that pass. I said (laughs) literal brother. But still. (laughs) But I guess
0: you would be my little brother as well.
2: By a year. Yeah. Yeah, A year and a half.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Ooh,
2: but it's but, funny that you will wonder about like how long we've been friends. I literally just give people a standard. I'm like, yeah, like 15 years. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, I know. Just around then. Uh, I no. don't know. But Hannah,
1: how, how do you know Braxty? Oh, I met Braxty through you, Kay. And then we quickly became, you were, you quickly became my husband. Oh, quick. quick. We met on, it was the Big Bear birthday trip, right? That was like the first official time that we've ever met and interacted and it was just like boom, boom, okay, you're my husband, you're Mm -hmm, my wife. mm -hmm. We bonded that trip so much. Oh my god, that we so many things have happened. (gasps) Oh my god, that's right. Yeah. I oh mean, my God! Braxton got haunted by a ghost. I almost passed out from uh, being in the hot tub and drinking too much. Yeah, Braxton <laughs> saved my life and then was attacked by a ghost <laughs> in the Airbnb. Kay broke a bear. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> the li- lips. She also ripped her half. nipple from the top. Like there's nothing good comes um, out of us three being together. No, <laughs> you guys. Well, Kay wanted to like. Explore the roof of an abandoned building on that trip. Okay, that was you were idea. I was about to, about to oh, say, I was, was that really, you? Yeah, of
2: course. I love a good I was just going to
1: come along for the ride.
0: <laughs> you know yeah, what you I You walked mean? in that
1: abandoned building like you owned it, and then you were like, I want to go explore the <laughs> roof. I was like, you're going to fall in.
2: Yeah, it was definitely giving horror movie vibes, and I was 100% in. It was it was, two shots of tequila, and I'm down <laughs> to do anything. It was decrepit. Yeah. The,
1: the building was literally <laughs> falling apart. It was. There was, like, weird... There was also weird shit in there. Just like weird broken well, yeah, furniture. yeah, that's why we wanted to be in there. Well, obviously. yeah. See what it was about. We love getting into some shenanigans. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, Braxton, <laughs> for the listeners that don't know, you work for a production company in the adult entertainment space and i mean it's it's not a surprise that there's a lot of misconceptions when it comes to talking about sex baby can you tell us some of the wild things that you've heard or that maybe people ask you about your job and what can you clear up for anybody on that front who are like who who i guess maybe don't believe that this is like an actual career in film and tv if that yeah. makes sense
2: yeah no 100% i mean I kind of have already, um, I don't know, I always try to buffer who I'm talking to when I tell them exactly what I do. Um, A lot of my friends, they already know, um, but for some of the people that I do feel like would be a little shocked, I do just say I just work for a production company. But with working for adult entertainment, there's definitely that stigma, um, because you see so many like shady companies that shoot adult, or just like the sex work industry itself is kind of like kind of has this weird uh stigma behind it but i mean working for this company for going on about like three years this year um i see no difference i've been on um, plenty of mainstream sets whether it's like modeling styling or whatnot and there's no difference i mean you have your pas you have your camera people you have your lighting people sound people like hair makeup like it's all the exact same we're all there to do a job there's a full-on script that we're shooting we have to do shots we have to do everything not just the hardcore portion of it um so there is no difference um i think it's only left up to everyone's comfortability what kind of set they want to work on me being a very sex positive person i was totally down and also just going from like my background with styling i always said that i wanted to style Women and just bring out that inner beauty, that inner confidence, and the company that I chose to work with. We're all about inner beauty. Um, also, we're all about high glamour and wealth. So, that also was <laughs> Which helps. a bargaining chip <laughs> as well. So, I mean, the sets that I'm on, like, they're they beat some of the mainstream sets i've been on like i'm we're shooting in like million dollar mansions at the top of the hollywood hills you know and i'm working with amazing people and everyone like i said everyone's there to do a job it's very corporately ran so i mean there isn't no funny business um a few things that people always ask me like oh my god do you like get to like watch the sex happen and i'm like "Uh, if i wanted to (laughs) i could (laughs) um i mean there are like i mean the pas are there like Hair and makeup is there just in case they need to do any touch-ups. I mean, but for me, I'm like, I have better things I could be doing within this like hour, hour and a half of they're shooting hardcore. So I don't usually like to stick in the room, but it is possible. A lot of people have asked me like, w- uh, have they ever asked you to like jump in a scene? I, they always joke about it. I, it's hard. No, Uh I've been like a extra in the background, like when I had to like cross fa- frame really quickly just to like add like a little bit of like more depth, but like nothing like serious. And then I think just people are just, like, curious how it overall is, like, ran. But, I mean, the most information I can give you is, like, it's ran just like any other set. Um, It's just they're actually, like, shooting hardcore sex in a portion of the movie.
0: And when you say hardcore, just for anybody that isn't aware... You're saying that there are like you, you split the scenes from when you know there's the talking parts and there's the dialogue and there's the actual story that's happening, and then there's just a certain portion of it that is just the sex, which you guys call the hardcore portion. Correct. That's what you mean.
2: Correct. So everything is broken down like we have an intro, or like we have um, that pretty much like sets this like the scene for the story. Um, it gives you like pretty much what the whole idea, the concept of the shoot. Is about um, the relationship between the two performers, or if there's more than one performers. It sets the scene of like where we're actually shooting at. It kind of gets that really like that story apart, that story across, um, and then it leads into like the intimate part, um, which is usually towards the end or like the middle. But yeah, we shoot. We usually shoot hardcore, the sex portion in the beginning, just to get that out of the way. Um, and then we come back in and then we'll shoot like the intro and the rest of the film. But it's broken up within those sections. But yeah, it's shot just like scene for scene. We even have voiceovers, So like after the whole movie is shot, we'll, the performer will go with our sound guy and she'll read over her voiceover lines. And then that'll be added into the film later on. So,
0: yeah. That's interesting that they shoot it before I mean I get like logistically why you would want to get that out of the way but for an actor and maybe Hannah can speak more to this I would think that you would almost want to be like be in the role you know what I mean like so that you know like the relation to this person obviously they're gonna be doing the same things either way but I'm just saying like to get warmed up on you know like who these people are to each other and then how that they may speak to each other while they are having sex or or whatever it is you know what i mean
2: yeah no totally and i mean there is that portion i mean to be honest the industry especially within la and the select few people that we select to come on to our sets They are top notch of the performer realm. Like, it takes a minute to get to work for my company. So, when you do get to that level, there's a small pool. Um, And so, they probably already know each other. Most of the time, they do know each other. They shoot personal content with these people, or they shop for other companies with these people. So, it's not like they're strangers to one another, but it just so happens if that does happen where there's two strangers two performers on set then we do like give them a little bit before we shoot hardcore just to get acclimated with one another try to build that intimacy between each other but again i mean these are performers like this is what they do so like i mean if you take like a legend and you put them on set and be like go do it they're not gonna be like oh i need some time to warm up like you better know what you're doing if you've got selected to be on the set so we trust them and I mean they give it their all and like that's what they are known for this is what they do so they do it to the best of their ability.
1: I also think like going into that coming from like coming from an actor's perspective I agree with you I think as an actor you should be able to go in and kind of make up your own story Mm -hmm. for the character even if you don't get that much time to get acclimated Mm -hmm. because you're there to do a job you're there to perform and play this character
2: yeah and i mean i do sometimes i feel for the performers too because we are doing so much within that one day of shooting like our shoot days are standard like 12 hours and like just a little background like we shoot like editorial and social content the same day that we shoot film as well so home girls are in hair and makeup for like at least two hours and we set up, like, this whole editorial shoot that I've, like, conceptualized, dressed them for, so, of course, like, we do that right out the gate, so, like, everyone's feeling thin, and they're feeling good, we're right out of here yeah. and makeup, um, and then they go into, like, more of the hardcore, so, like, these girls and these guys are just, like, back-to-back, and so, like, you have to be a master at your craft to be able to take on that much work in one day.
0: Well, yeah, and it's because it's different type of work, too, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm posing in this part, mm-hmm. and now we're doing maybe social media stuff. Oh my gosh, my cat is making an, a performance. Ari uh, wants and, to be yeah. involved. He, he wants to be in. in we're going to keep that in, Ari. Don't you worry. You'll get your moment. Of course, when Braxton
1: is here, you have to show up. So as a stylist, when you're deciding how to dress a character in a film, what's the process of collaboration with the crew and production company to get you what you need for the end result? And have you ever had a disagreement on the direction a character should be portrayed in? And how do you work through any sort of situation like that.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I mean, without giving too many good secrets of the company away, I mean, we have production calls just as like any other company. So like a script will roll out. Sometimes I'm even in the calls um, before the script is even written, the concept calls. I mean, especially now I am. So I already know kind of the idea of what the scene's going to look like, what the characters are going to portray. But then when that does come down the pipeline from our script writers, it's fully laid out um we all hop on a call we all like go through the script piece by piece and that's everyone in the crew is on this call so from the directors to the ad to um set dressing art department wardrobe like we're all on this call and we all take turns um chatting about the script for your department so in those calls is when i really get to discuss like my game plan and how i envision this character looking the style i'm planning on her wearing um, any other accessories or anything that could really give that character away immediately. Cause like you got to keep in mind, like with this being adult, I mean, yes, some of our films are like 30, 45 minutes, but it's not like a full telenovela where you get a full backstory. Like, she was a kid and she grew up. Like, no. It's like as soon as homegirl hits the camera, you better know, like, she's a badass bitch and she's ready to go. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to get that story across immediately. So um, I have to do that quite often. So it just kind of depends on, like, the style and, like, where we see the vision. But, yeah, I'm partnering with the director, letting him know my vision. We go back and forth, making sure that's game, like, on point an instance that I did kind of have like a little bit of pushback or issues with, I mean, we were shooting uh, this huge promo shoot for a new brand that we were just rolling out. And um, I love the director of death. Like she has great vision. Like it's amazing, but she does have like a distinct look that she wants. And we kind of had this conversation and I put this whole like mood board together of like all these different like pieces that I was planning on buying for wardrobe and just like having different options for each character. Mind you, I was dressing probably like think five or six women and they all had separate characters and on top of that we all wanted them to have a distinct color (laughs) (laughs) so not Mm -hmm. only was it lingerie that I had to choose to go with that color palette but their actual outfit that paired with what other like what character they wore so it was a wild situation yeah seriously yeah
1: you're developing a girl band we have
2: (laughs) um so i gave her this like it was in front of a huge like conference meeting too like we i sat down and it was my turn to go up i like laid out this whole presentation of each character and how i did it was i pulled items that i can actually purchase so i was like yo like everything you see here are things that i can go and buy right now if you like them and she's like okay like i love it all i love it all so i went back and i did all that (laughs) two days before the shoot one of the characters she's like oh no i don't want any of that i want something different panicking, oh, no. <laughs> wow. panicking. why um, like, it was, was just like it? it was just like the i don't know like this director like she has these ideas and she just kind of expects you to like roll with them and know already like what she's thinking and it takes a minute to kind of get warmed up to that kind of person and now i'm like good relations with her now so i know already like she's going to want something else, you know? So you already got to have that in your back pocket. So that's what this instance was. It was <laughs> like, yeah, the color was on point, but just like the silhouette of the dress was off or like, she wanted like something that resembled a little bit more of like olden, like vintage style, you know? And like some of the dresses I had, like didn't have that cut. So I just had to pivot and oh, it was a stressful evening because with the <laughs> yeah. shoot being like the next day or like the day before, like most places you go, like, n- even if you order it, you're going to get it within like two days. Even if they say it's mm-hmm. overnight, you're getting it in two days, you know? Yeah. So, like, that was a major panic. But we were able to work something out. And literally, I snagged a dress that, from a place that happened to get it to me the next day. And that's the one they fell in love with. And that dress is talked about to this day. Like, her favorite dress.
1: Oh, oh my God. God. Okay. So, it's so, all worth it. <laughs> exactly. You
0: stressed and you succeeded. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, Braxton, the question that this whole podcast is based around is what was something you were scared of doing that you said "Let's do" because a woman empowered you to do so, and who was that person?
2: I mean, it was this fucking job. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> let's just be real. I mean, I've worked in retail for like majority of my life. I did visual merchandising. I modeled. I did styling. I worked for a designer making clothing for celebrities. So I've done all these different things within the fashion world and styling world. Um, But I've never done anything like this. Again, like I said, very sex positive. So it didn't really surprise me. But how it all happened, I was on set modeling for a brand. Just so happened, the photographer um, that was shooting me, she also does retouching for this company. So she was like, hey, like I know your background. I know you've been styling for a while. Um, Would you ever be interested in working full time for a production company like in their wardrobe department. And I was like, wow, like, you never find that here in LA. It's hard to come by a full-time styling position Monday through Friday. Like, it's probably hardly ever happens. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, like, let me hear him out. And she's like, just let you know, it is adult. And I was like, hmm, like, that would be new um, for sure. Um, but I was like, you know what? Why not? So I interviewed for it. And she was, like, really, like, you should do it. Like, it would be great. And I sat in the interview, and it was with um, two women that already worked in the wardrobe department one of which is now like the creative director that I worked underneath. Um, but those women just like in that interview and I just saw how much they love their job and also like how well put together in style they were. Like it says a lot to me, like styling and appearance is like a big part of our job, you know? So like if I'm in this like Zoom interview and I'm looking at, I literally looked at the screen and I, like had to pause the interview. I go, you guys, we all look dope together. Like <laughs> this would <laughs> make such a good like wardrobe team. And they're like, oh my God, we love you. But regardless, it's just like seeing those women like really going after what they wanted to do and like going against like the grain and just like, Hey, yeah, I worked for this company and like yeah, we're killing it and I do amazing work. I was like, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a leap and we're gonna try it out and I have no regrets to this day.
0: Well and especially seeing them as women who would probably be, you know, people will say more about like Mm -hmm. a woman working for something Mm -hmm. like this than Mm -hmm. a man. And so that says a lot Mm -hmm. as well, too, that they were willing to do that. And I know we had many conversations when you were interviewing and everything about, like, why you should do it. And, you know, the pros and the cons and all of that thing. Yeah.
2: And it was like not like I I, that's why I love this question so much, because it's like a lot of women have influenced a lot of major decisions I've made. I mean, I was raised by women. I mean, a lot of my best friends are like women, like people I look up to, a majority of them are women. So it's like. I really do take their advice into consideration because a lot of shit that you guys have gone through, I mean, I don't know. It's just like great advice to take. And I really um, have some really cool people to lean back on and get their advice on this position and this decision that I made.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're back with Ima Ima Blank. Blank where we choose a movie or TV show and decide which character we are in the backstory of why.
1: This week, we'll be doing the campy murder mystery Scream Queens, where Wallace University is rocked by a string of murders and most of them seem to surround a sorority, Kappa House, that is filled with Chanel's. And no, we do not mean the designer, although I'm sure
0: there is much of it in that house on the girls. So, Braxton, sadly, this show was canceled after only two seasons. Big bummer. I know, but there are still so many dynamic characters to choose from. So who would you be and why?
2: Huh. That's a big toss up because <laughs> I feel like I'm such a mixture of so many people on that show. Like I just see little like resemblance of like me and all these characters. Well, you can um,
1: you can say a couple of different. Hannah, always I always choose, pick two. Yeah. This is like really? one of the few moments that I only picked one this time. But I typically always have two.
2: Okay. I'm going to have to pick three, to be honest. Ooh,
0: so this
1: is the first. We've never had three before. I like it. We have never had three.
2: I'm going to say definitely uh, Nisi Nash's character, the security guard, oh my she's God, just yes. so funny. And she's like there to have these girls back. She doesn't care. She's like, you know what? Like, I'm going to stay outside of this sorority house. I'm going to find this killer. You know, so she's just always there to take care of her homegirls. So I love that. Always That's there for you, the comedy for relief. Sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I do love Kiki Palmer's, like, uh, role Zayde. in the Zayde because, again, she just says whatever comes to her, like, comes to the tip of her tongue, and she's like, you know what, like, I'm new here, I'm going fuck, like, I'm gonna say what I need to say, but also, too, like, still interested in what's going on, you know, still want to be a part of, but still holding her own personality, and I think that was very important, and I think that show needed that, too. um, Also, just some... Um, brown skin representation yeah totally I mean Stacey Nash, Nash did her part but also just having someone of like within that key group I think that was very important because I went to a university and you don't see that many black girls in all white sororities you know so like just that alone I thought set that apart and then lastly the um character I forgot her name but she wears the earmuffs All the time. Oh
0: um, what is Oh my God.
2: She I think she's Chanel number three though, isn't she? Or Chanel number two? I think she
0: might be Chanel number Three, because number two is Ariana Grande.
2: Yeah. So I'm definitely going to be her only because (laughs) she's just so chill and she just sits back in the background, watches everything happen, but still part of it, still part of the group, but she's just the chill one, you know, until things go pop off and then she'll pull back her headphones and say, (laughs) or earmuffs, say something funny and then go back into her own little world. And I love that because I find that, and now as I'm getting older too, is like, I need to have those moments where I step away from the rowdiness and just like stay to myself and have some time to myself because i'm constantly around so many people and you still just got to have those moments to yourself to like reflect so
1: i was gonna say that is so you because i feel like even when like on random trips we go on sometimes you'll be like off in the corner not doing anything then all of a sudden you'll pop out of nowhere Say the most random shit and then we're laughing for like 10 minutes. Yeah,
2: like I need my alone time even when I go on like group trips, but it's serious. Like if we're staying in like a big room or something like that, I will sleep in the bathtub. Like I need to be like away from everyone and I need to like recharge and do my thing. But I'm still down the clown. But here and there, I need to step away.
0: You need the earmuffs. I need the
2: earmuffs. I yeah. want, honestly, when yeah. I saw that show, I was like, that's kind of a move. Do I want just to be wearing earmuffs around?
1: Honestly, <laughs> you should get earmuffs so just cute. to like do that. And then whenever you need a moment, just put right. them just... on and then pop up whenever you want to intertwine. Or, my like, safety interject. blanket. Okay, yeah. my Your safety emotional earmuffs. support earmuffs. <laughs> Dude, I'm doing it. I do
0: I do wonder, even like thinking about, you know, the stylist or the costume designer for that show too. It's like they had to get how did they even right. they so had many to different... buy so many different earmuffs and they had to decorate like you know those weren't how they were made. No, no, you know no, what no, I mean? No. So like somebody had to intricately make each of them and i wonder if that actress got to like keep, keep any them. of them so i epic. hope so, I hope, so too. Yeah. I, mean. I hope she took them if anything oh, right. well, her name is billy lord i just came to my head uh, yes. she was the daughter of um the woman in in star wars who wore the Shut uh, up. Princess, princess leia, leia. that's why they did it that's definitely why they did it just to yep. have
2: that like callback but i know also to shout out to that um the wardrobe stylist, uh, the costume designer for that show, because every look was fire.
0: I so. know. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the reason I would say that me and Braxton, when we decide that we're going to really invest in a show, I feel like half the time it's because we're, like, gagged over all of the clothing in it. <laughs> like, we're like, uh, you know, the show could be, like, kind of mediocre, but if the if all the outfits are fucking fire and the characters are mm-hmm. there, then we're like, yeah, we're going to watch all the seasons mm-hmm. of this.
2: Totally. You know? We we're just waiting for the next look.
0: I know. Well, I am... Zayde (laughs) is who I picked and first of all I must say that this cast as you mentioned is impeccable I feel like there's like so many funny people here and they're kind of they're all like stars in their own right but I love Kiki Palmer obviously who who the fuck doesn't And I think her comedic timing is, like, unlike any other. It's so know? natural. I know. It's so yeah. natural. Like, she you just is, never know what's going to happen. She's so organic. funny without
1: even trying. Within every single role she does, I know. she's just such a phenomenal actress. A lot of
2: times, I feel like they, like, have handed her a script and she said, fuck that. Like, I'm going to, like, get the oh. bullet points and then I'm just going to say what I need to say. And Because it's just, like, it rolls off the tongue too easily and too right, quick and yeah. just so organic. You're like, that's something you would really say in, like, real life. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> like it was, like, written right, by the writers 100%. or whatever
0: but I'll say that the first thing that I relate to her in that is that she doesn't even want to be in this fucking sorority in the first place (laughs) like and her roommate like convinces her to because she's like if you want to be a future president you gotta like you know have some shit on your resume or whatever the fuck and I like hated sororities there were so many of my friends when we were freshmen at college that were doing it and I was just like living with a huge group of girls that sounds like my fucking worst nightmare and also people telling me what to do all the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who are like at the same level as me or maybe I don't even think are as good as me or something that would be like uh, horrible for me plus I'm an only child so I don't want to live with like 30 people in a fucking house in the first place but I also am a natural born leader so I can see myself in this scenario maybe being like oh well if I can benefit me in some way maybe I will join and of course, as Brax mentioned, leave it to the only two women of color in this fucking thing, her and Denise, which is <laughs> Denise Nash, uh, to call out what is actually happening mm-hmm. in this sorority or at the school in general and how fucked up it is because, you know, there's a lot of like racism and sexism and all this stuff that they're constantly being like, um, why do we think this is OK? You can't say that or whatever. But both of these people Braxton and Hannah will tell you that I am constantly suspicious of people. Mm-hmm. I definitely <laughs> do not. You're 100% You're I literally 100% wrote that
1: Denise. down in my thing, talking about you because my character kind of goes with it. And I wrote that down. Yeah, but yeah, I am always <laughs> suspicious of
0: their motives, like of like how evil, I picture people as being evil first and then they have to gain my trust rather than just trusting off the bat and then learning you know when (laughs) fucking around and finding out basically (laughs) later on that somebody is going to be bad to me so zayday comes in and she kind of like changes things up at the sorority and she you know calls out all the toxic shit that chanel oberlin does to the girls and all this stuff but she's also like a hard worker, she's really smart and she also picks up on a lot of clues that i feel like nobody mm-hmm. is like really noticing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these two also say that like my ADHD like causes me to notice all sorts of stuff that like maybe I'm not supposed to be paying attention to in the first place. And then, you know, like I get distracted by sounds and smells and like little things that people say or movements. And then my anxiety makes me fixate on those things and find a reason for why they were happening, which in the case of murders and or like mysteries is actually really good because then you can kind of like notice things that might be fucked up that, could lead to like clues for other things Mm. you know so I'm constantly like solving issues around me and I think a lot of that comes from like survival instincts Mm -hmm. too you know like fight or flight instincts and I think that Zayde is definitely one of the only people in that fucking house that has that instinct because all of them are just dicking around constantly like waiting to get murdered.
2: No one sees like a true threat and Zayde's like you guys people are being murdered (laughs) like here (laughs) what are we doing? There
0: is a killer on the loose.
1: (laughs) There's a killer
0: and we all have our heads poking in out of our the grass. Acids. No, non- I'm I'm saying when they all like get in the ground and have their heads like poking oh out or whatever, and then the murderer comes with like a lawnmower or whatever <laughs> to like fucking run them over. Yeah, but who Idiots. who are you, Hannah? Since you. I already think I know because you teased it
1: a little bit here. <laughs> I am Grace. <laughs> Grace. Grace yeah. Which is the main girl. Grace, yeah. Uh, the but bathtub baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bathtub baby. Honestly, it, think about it, guys. It makes a lot of fucking sense. Come on. Braxton had the uh, bathtub baby. So I
0: love he, he that. Was, he was in the bathtub. <laughs> oh, and...
2: I almost forgot about that part in that movie. That's so messed up in that show.
1: Yeah. 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 So Grace is a character that rather than like running from the evil and all the warnings, she just fucking faces them head on. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want to... I want to see the good in things before I see the bad. I want to try to figure this out. Um, And I always tend to be the person to see the brighter side of things or like try to see the good in people, blah, blah, blah. I'm working on that. But (laughs) I've always been the one person to do that. And um, I also like risks. And I think like as scary as a situation can be, you should always take a risk and cause you never know what the outcome could be. And I feel like, She is also kind of like that because everybody is telling her this sorority is evil and you should stay away from it. And she's like, I'm still going to do it. I need to learn my lesson on my own. I have this one picture of my mom at the sorority and that's going (laughs) to make me do it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's her calling now. Um, She also is like, she's a very kind-hearted character and I feel like her heart is always in the right place. And because of her help from... Zayday and Zayday kind of being like a voice of reason for her. I feel like that's kind of. I mean, in a sense, it's like both of
2: you. Honestly, that's so true <laughs> to me. Yeah, it really, so is it, it,
1: right. So.
0: Being like, um, uh, maybe not. No, no. I think you're seeing it with like rose-colored mm, glasses
1: right. on or something. Exactly. And
2: kiki Palmer. "Girl, are you crazy."
1: That is, yes. <laughs> that that, is you guys that is, to me. That is, that is. So like, she uses her wit, and like everybody bands her, like her friend and her band together to solve these mur- to solve these murders throughout the sorority. And I feel like if that were all of us in that scenario. That's some shit that we would do. Like, we would be, I would be Grace. You guys would be, yeah, no. we wouldn't die. But
2: no. also, too, I feel like you and I are part a little bit Ariana Grande's character, too, because she's like dying, <laughs> getting stabbed. Know. She's like, but wait, I gotta send my tweet off. We don't
1: actually know We had this on yesterday, and that scene came on. And I'm so distracted just by Case <laughs> trying to tell me a story. I get distracted by this scene. And I go, same
2: <laughs> dude it's like especially when i'm in the middle of posting something too like i am zoned in it's like i gotta get all this right i gotta make sure it's perfect and like people be talking around me i'm like you gotta give me a second because i'm not paying attention to anyone or like it's not even just like social media too it's like if i'm zoned in for something like i don't care like i'm in it to win it you know and yeah, we, she was literally getting murdered on the ground getting stabbed and she's like but wait
1: <laughs> <laughs> we would be the two to be like can you just wait once i just really need to get this out What is that? or my yeah. can i live stream like, this oh, right
2: or like my." <laughs> I was like, okay, if I die before you, like, can you just hit send? Can you make sure this goes out? Yeah.
1: Hey, can you just, like, make sure my location's still on so someone finds me? And post it to my story, too. I don't care if you leave, but just, like, let the people take a pic.
0: I want to know. Needs to be documented. Yeah. (laughs) hundred percent. So we did this segment not too long ago with Chelsea Javier based off of the weekly horror polls that she hosts on her stories. However, we are catering it to the lovely Mr. Home this episode and going fashion. Let's go.
1: So this is Little Little This this or Smidge of That. that. A segment where in this case today, we'll name two different iconic characters in film or TV and you must choose who has the better fashion sense. Mm. So we must note that this is not the actor's fashion sense, but the actual character that they portray was the TV show. Okay, within, good, because I was going okay, yeah. great. Yeah, Braxton so was like, I don't, you know I don't know these actors and stuff. This <laughs> <was is> like, <laughs> a, not not the actor itself, just the character that they're playing. Okay, Yes, dope.
0: yes. Okay. Are you ready, Brax?
2: Yeah, so this is just like fire hours, so like you just yeah. give me two nice But an But
0: we would like a little bit of explanation on why, okay. like the reasoning why, just so that people can see where your head goes when you're thinking about a character and like how they are portrayed through the way that they dress. Gotcha. So I specifically chose people that I knew you would know because <laughs> we you, watched many shows together, as I think I mentioned earlier, <laughs> throughout the years living together. So the first one is going to be Moira Rose from Schitt's Creek. Mm-hmm. Love her. Mm-hmm. Or Blanche. And I don't know how to say her last name. Devereaux. Devereaux uh-huh. from the Golden Girls.
2: Oh. Uh, you know... <sighs> Blanche walked so that Myra could run. I mean, let's just be real. But I'm going to have to say Myra <gasps> Rose. I mean, nothing. Honestly, to this day, I have never seen a character more thought out when it comes to wardrobing. Like, that stuff was from the wigs down to all the accessories. <laughs> and the crazy part about that show, I literally, like, they. she was wearing heavy designer. Like, I clocked so many heavy designer, like, pieces that she's wearing from like McQueen into like Givenchy to Balmain, like it was just insane. So I, it has to be her because I also loved her mentality too she's like I will never wear the same thing twice including a wig so I'm like I get it and like even when they're getting like <laughs> literally kicked out of their place she's like no I gotta bag up my girls meaning her wigs <laughs> so that would I be like my girls that would be totally like me with my shoes <laughs> so it like it would be like 100% so like it, it has to be her I loved her styling throughout the entire show and
0: didn't she have her wigs like up on the wall yes. or something in the? In yeah. the yeah she had yeah. a wig wall
1: that yeah. was like
2: when they left that's all she owned and kid you not when I moved out this apartment, that's all I took with me. It was but <laughs> <Like, Matthew McCauley. laughs> Honestly, so, though. Yes.
1: Okay, so Alexia or Mary Soul from Real Housewives of Miami?
2: Oh. Because they are both winners, but I'm going to have to say Alexia.
1: I knew you are going to I'm
2: going to, and this is why. Because Mary like, I love her look. Like, she's just like Ralph Lauren, like Chanel. Like, that's just like her daily. So she has this, like, distinct look that she stays within. And I love it because she does it to, like, I don't know she does it to like a whole nother level like it's gorgeous it's refined it's perfect but Alexia like she dabbles in so many different looks from like edgy to like your traditional Miami girl like she's a true Barbie and like what anything you put on her like she's gonna shine and it looks gorgeous so I'm gonna have to say Alexia for sure
0: yeah there's definitely more variety I think when it comes to her and more like
2: sexiness too yeah, so like she's true Miami mommy for sure.
0: Yeah, she's got all the parts <laughs> on their body <laughs> true like, Miami mommy. To, to make that the case. So the next one is just for fun because I thought it would be God. so funny to ask you this. So um, you're going to pick Gypsy Rose or
1: <laughs> or you're going to pick Natalia. Grace. <laughs> from so both, of, from
0: both of their yeah. horror film docu-series, <laughs> basically. <laughs> what I, who's
2: got I it i don't know how to answer this okay
1: you have Brax bamboozled over here this is a tough one man it really is um I, you're
0: you're picking from scratch here I, 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 like,
2: <laughs> they did what they could with what they had okay so i'm gonna have to say i'm gonna to say gypsy I'm going to have to say Gypsy because Gypsy had to style herself while in that wheelchair for a moment, you know? And I think it, that takes talent. Although Natalia, like her little sneaker shoes that they made her for her feet, like they were kind of cute. And I was like- They were a little platform. Say, they were platform. That was a moment. And she kept her look all the way through when she was like nine years old, living in an apartment by herself. <laughs> she still kept a look. But I mean- Allegedly. I
0: Allegedly mean, Allegedly nine. <laughs>
2: We still don't know. It's still unclear. I'm Jeez. gonna have to say Gypsy because she had to rock a bald head and she had to rock those glasses. Like she, she had a lot thrown at her that she had to like sift through. So yeah, well, right, and
0: thing. you, you, you cannot forget that she was a cosplayer. Oh my god! Yes, she was a cosplayer. This? She had those wigs that she take and put <laughs> Bro, on her fucking yes. social so media. So now my stuff. answer is
2: definitely Gypsy <laughs> Rose because I remember those looks and she was like she had like a whole alter ego because they weren't just like cute cosplays she was like the slutty cosplay girl and I'm yes. like I'm here for that I think she went to like a cosplay convention in like a blonde wig like a Sailor
0: Moon outfit or uh, something like yeah, that yeah. so
2: yeah it's uh, definitely Gypsy I, that's so me
0: we <laughs> were definitely <laughs> freaking out when that part of the docuseries came out we it's were like look so at this bitch me.
2: it's like yo I'm in the house I'm in sweats I'm chilling looking super uggs and then soon that I'm like, gotta go, like check the mail or go to the grocery store. I'm like, I'm putting on a look, you know, and that's how Gypsy was. That's she wasn't name. leaving her place without her Sailor Moon in no, her she wig. She was not. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cher Horowitz and Clueless or Fran Fine from The Nanny? Oh,
2: y'all, these I are know. so. I good. know they're hard,
1: yeah.
0: right? Um.
2: Mm, 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 mm.
0: I knew you've been watching The Nanny lately. That's I why know, I this, and right? I'm
2: like obsessed with the Nanny I styling know. too, but. There's something to be said about Clueless. And that styling, it still resonates to this day. I mean, like, companies are still doing collabs. I mean, you just got a fucking, like, (laughs) D hat, you know? So it's like that styling is still being brought back. And, I mean, of course, like, the 90s fashion is, like, legendary as well. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, the stuff that they were showing in Clueless is, like, lifestyle it's like something that everyone can do you know it's easy to replicate and it's easy to make your own as well it's just like really chic valley girl preppiness you know but it's also with a little bit of twist because i mean their skirts were super short and also just like the detailing in that styling because that's another thing that i really consider when i'm looking at like who has good fashion sense or not it's like it's not just the outfit the clothing it's mm-hmm. also all the accessories that go to it and clueless like it was bag shoes Ruffled socks to like borets in the hair, like everything was on point for every character. So, I'm definitely gonna have to say, sure. Okay, sure.
1: okay.
0: we have L Woods in Legally Blonde mm-hmm. or Andy Sachs, I think it is, in mm-hmm. The Devil Wears Prada.
2: Oh, oh, okay. So, question with Andy is it before she gets the
1: um the makeover? I, mean, I think everything, I everything, think everything th- is a whole.
2: Okay. I'm going to say Andy. I mean, it's Devil Wears Prada, for God's sakes. I mean, that movie was yep. known for its fashion. And when she came in and the Homegirl was like, are you wearing the new Chanel boots? And she goes, yes, they are. That right there sold me. <laughs> like... 100% and like the fashion in that movie is great and I loved how they shot it too when she did have that makeover how they did like the split cameras of like all the different scenarios her getting out of the car going into these different events mm-hmm. and just every look was fire and so you saw that she was really coming into her own and I think when it comes down to like movies tv and film it's like also telling a story with wardrobing as well mm-hmm. you know like you saw that she was getting gaining that confidence more and more each outfit she put on to like towards the end it was just it was her at that point. Like even mm-hmm. that ending scene when she sees the old boyfriend, like she still kind of has, she did fall back to like the old Andy, but it was still elevated. Like it was a tailored uh, leather jacket, like skinny jeans. Like it was still like she kept some of that knowledge that she held on. And I think that's something that's very important when it comes to makeovers or learning about fashion or having fashion help. It's what can you hold on to from those sessions and make it your own and that you believe in. Mm
1: hmm. That's beautiful. Okay, Emma Roberts' character in AHS Coven, or her character in Scream Queens.
2: Scream Queens. That's a given. I mean, I love the movie Coven for sure, but it's definitely Scream Scream Queens. And I, I think it's that girly preppiness for me. I love yeah, you a tweed do suit. Love that. Yeah, I you love, are a fan I, of the preppy. I love a tweed suit, faux fur. Like, I, it's just something about that. Like, I'm obsessed with. Um, but. I mean, you guys chose the wrong person, Coven, because it should have been, um, what's her name? With red hair? I almost chose oh that Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Like, that ending uh. scene when she's burned up a stake and she screams Balenciaga?
1: Like, Queen. Are you kidding me? Queen. Queen. <laughs>
2: Legend those long red gloves, like yeah, but, but
1: I do think that her style
0: was kind of consistent as yeah. far as like she look. didn't have, yeah, she didn't have a ton of different looks. Her yeah. hair was pretty much always the same. Mm-hmm. She, you know, would swap out her glasses sometimes mm-hmm. and stuff, but overall, I think Emma Roberts' character in that like switched true. around between the black stuff she had, whether it be fur, whether it be lace, whether yeah. it be you-, you know what I mean, yeah, very true. And so that's why I was like, it would just be easier to do a Emma Roberts, Emma Roberts totally. situation. So the next one is. Is Maddie from Euphoria or Jules from Euphoria?
2: Ooh, I love both of them, but I'm gonna to say Maddie. Maddie, I never, I never got bored. Every episode, I couldn't wait for Maddie to hit the screen because you knew that it was gonna be something that all the other girls were gonna copy that weekend when you were going out. Mm-hmm. You know, and I do love. Um, Give me the other character's name. I'm so sorry. Jules? Jules. I do love Jules as well, but her look... You got bored with it after a while, you know? Like, maybe she'll have, like, some cool eye makeup here or there or something, you know? But for... her character within that show, it was more about the story. As for Maddie, it was a little bit of the story, but mostly how slutty her outfits could be and, <laughs> and how like upset you could be at her because she was such a bitch, but also so damn sexy, too. You're like, oh, I hate you right now, but the outfit's so I good. Also want to look
1: exactly <laughs> like exactly, you. Exactly, yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Only oh, these two. Okay, Kenny Powers and Eastbound and Down or Jesse Gemstone in The Righteous Gemstone.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: my
1: God. <laughs> I had to throw
0: some
2: funny ones in here, you guys. <laughs> oh God. Um it's gonna have to be Jesse. It's gonna be Jesse Gemstone because that styling was just hilarious. And I, I like I almost like wonder where they get some of the items that they use because it was so like trailer park chic though. It was like <laughs> I'm super wealthy, but I'm still kind of rugged and like I didn't really come for money, but I have money now. I don't know. It was just like a different like styling there that I, I truly enjoyed. It was it was lighthearted, but it was also done well. So
0: well, I feel like most of them were, like, suits that he wore.
2: Yeah, but it would be, like, suits, but with, like, cowboy boots, you right. know? Yeah, so yeah, it's, true, like, true. that kind of yeah. stuff, you yeah. know? It's, like, those little, like, caveats that they sneak in there that's, like, huh, It's, like, I'm okay. going to
0: church, but I'm still going to be me. Exactly, you know? 100%. Yeah. Exactly, yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Issa or Molly from Insecure?
2: Ooh, Molly. I love Molly. I, I like Issa, too, but Issa reminds me of just, like, the home girl from, like, back in Michigan, you know? Like, she reminded me so much of, like, my sister, you know? it's like, she just lives every day. She doesn't care. She still looks cute, but it's she didn't take more than 15 minutes to pick out this outfit, you know? And, like, that was good for her. And she does have those moments, like, special occasions when she pulls out a killer knockout outfit. But uh, Molly, every day, she was looking stunning. And I think that's because they wanted to show the level of what wealth can do to someone mm-hmm. within that racial background. Because most African Americans, like, they are an Easter egg, you know? They are just, like, chill. Like, yeah, they care about fashion, but only when it needs to be done. As for Molly, she's so used to being in an environment where... Your looks is what you have to sell your ticket. Even though she's a lawyer, she's a female lawyer. So people are automatically going to look at her in a different way. So she has to make sure she's always on point. And she also has to show that she has money, which she does. So, you know, it's like she gave that across and every look was fire. So I really enjoyed that.
1: Last but certainly not least. Let's go. Karen Huger or <laughs> Wendy Osefo from The Real Housewives of Potomac.
2: <laughs> it's my girl Karen. I do. It's my girl Karen because Karen – she it's the wigs for me too with karen like, you wear just, wig. the wigs are you not always the wig. good the wigs are not always good
0: and that's good. what's so
2: great about it it's because karen, karen will she adjusted her wig like no other oh it's great no, no, and she was no,
0: fine no. <laughs>
2: Karen is just, oh like, it, the looks are great, but, like, I feel like they're, like, 95%. They're like, they're still loading. As for Wendy, <laughs> <laughs> Wendy, she, she still believes... they still loading. <laughs> Wendy's is great, and I love how Wendy sometimes do, do, uh, go back to, like, the African heritage, too, because I think that's also very important. But I just don't feel like Wendy fully grasps it. I feel like Wendy won on the show, dressing, like, oh, I'm a housewife. I need to have this look. As for Karen, she's like, no, this is just how I look, like, when I go to the church, you know? Like, so yeah. I just like it's just no difference there
0: so it's a more of like who she is exactly
2: 100% yeah. yep. is yeah. the
1: outfit's still buffering for me
0: yeah. <laughs> still loading what? still loading
2: still loading I love you both I love yeah, you both yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you listen to this and we 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 love all of you but we just can't I also it's just Karen's demeanor too yeah. like you know what I mean yeah, yeah. she's she's the she's, she's the, the grand, grand, dame. Dame. grand dame she's the grand dame <laughs> she's the grand dame of Potomac oh my god and of my life yeah, <laughs> true well you're the grand dame of WeHo not anymore yeah. now the grand dame of no. Echo Park I suppose it doesn't still... ring off the tongue it as doesn't. well
1: no. um, you are still the grand dame of Joshua Tree though that will still Fact. always hold true I, I Yucca Valley <laughs> Yucca Valley, y- 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 valley. <laughs> Yucca Valley
0: is it Yucca? Yeah, it's Yucca, yucca, yucca Valley yeah. uh, I think Yucca sounds better It does. Yucca
1: spicy.
0: Yucca yeah. Yucca
1: alright okay. okay. <laughs> we're back with one of my favorite segments called How, How Did We Get Here?
0: we're going to take a scenario, occupation, inciting incident, etc from a TV show or film and imagine what it would be like if we were the
1: characters. Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip is a reality show where housewives from different cities and seasons come together to a location and are basically forced to live and hang out with one another for a couple weeks. It's like real world but with housewives. Yeah so brax is
0: the reason why i even watch real housewives (laughs) in the first place i fought it for so long he knows this uh there was so much of it you know there's so many seasons of it so many different cities i just it it was overwhelming so i felt like i could never catch up but oh baby have Mm. i caught up on many of them so now that I have been through several seasons and we even made taglines last year for Braxty's birthday, which I feel like we have to say on here, which Brax, I have yours. I was going to say I totally so, forgot um, mine this is your tagline do you want to tell the listeners what what we decided for you so this by tagline for anybody who does not listen or watch the real housewives is in the beginning of each episode there's like a little promo thing where they all are introduced or whatever and they have like a one sentence thing that they say that like represents them that season
2: yeah uh i mean <laughs> you came up with the idea and i was i was like yeah let's do it i mean you're like no i Dead serious. <laughs> so, <laughs> we actually did it. Um, it was great. But my tagline was Have you seen the post? My fashion's always trending. And that came from the New Jersey. <laughs> was it New Jersey? No, mob it's, wives. it
0: comes from Mob Wives when, yeah. when Big Ange is like Have, have you seen, seen the, the post? post? <laughs> Because, like, some tea is in, like, somebody yeah, died or something. There was someone
2: like, a rat or something, too. And she, like, slams it on the table, like, have you seen the post? So, uh, yeah, yeah. And so we did mine as, like, a little play, like, have you seen my Instagram post? <laughs> Fashion's always trending. And then
0: mine it was a play on my name, which my last name is Broach. So it was, if you can't handle the brooch, better rethink your sweater. <laughs> <laughs> So, maybe change if you don't think that you can handle me that day, okay? Ooh. It's your problem, not mine. Love it. And I, sometimes
2: the brooches don't work with the sweater. Sometimes they
1: <laughs> no. don't. Sometimes they don't mix together, yeah. and maybe you gotta pivot. I like the crazy eyes you had whenever you said that entire sentence. You were like, if you can't handle the brooch. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, I better rethink she was like <laughs> hypnotizing like, you or damn. something. <laughs> I'm like, "Damn. she's looking perform- at me. She looking through me right now. <laughs> I was performing. I was performing there, you know?" Oh, okay. Well, mine was, "I don't need a man after midnight." gimme give gimme give gimme give a j instead because i am obsessed with abba and i also am obsessed with weed so her two favorite things
2: hannah that lives rent free in my head for some reason and i, I think about that in the randomest
1: times really? too. Yeah. i'm telling you these are great me and braxton wrote all of these for just, everybody on the braxton's in the middle of a shoot one day and then all of a sudden i just pop into his head i don't need a man after midnight Gimme, gimme, gimme a J instead, because he just wants to smoke weed.
2: Yeah, it's the gimme, gimme a J instead. That little portion of it, I'm like, you know, that rose right off the tongue. I it love really that. does. Loved it. It's like she's
0: a right top, a <laughs> right <Right-triss. right-triss.
1: laughs> Oh God. Rex is the
0: one who came up with the right dress, and I am obsessed with it.
1: Oh my God. In fact,
0: when I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put a petition we to IMDB to Pro yes. and I'm gonna say, listen, I want you to change all of my credits from writer <laughs> to <Right>. writress. Okay, <laughs> because you're sexist. And I need if we have actor and actress, we need a we need a writer and a Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks. You know what I mean? I think this is something I'm gonna bring to city council.
1: I need it. <laughs> oh god The rightress has entered the chat. <laughs>
0: the writress is here, the rightress is entering.
1: <laughs> set. The righteous is coming. It's
2: just so powerful. I love it. it. it really right is. It
0: just,
1: it just feels. Yeah. You it gives feel the it. same energy as Queen. Uh huh.
0: Braxton, if you were to get sent to a location with a ton of other ladies, like in Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, who would you be? Who would be on the trip with you? What would be the destination and what's some trouble? I mean, I assume we're all going to be there, but like, is there anybody else? You know what I mean? What's some trouble you and the gals would get into? And then what would be like the big conflict of like your season?
1: Ferguson's going to Genovia. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: This is tough because there's a lot to this Um, because obviously I would want to go somewhere like cool and exotic, but. I can't really explain what's going to happen because I haven't been there. So I'm going to choose a place that I've been to that I know what can pop off there. So I'm going to say my, how many girls do I get to pick? Like how many women?
0: Maybe like six.
2: Okay. So I'm obviously going to take Karen. Uh, I'm going to take Sonia (laughs) from New York. I'll pick Marisol too because I think she's great. She knows how to party. Alexia as well. Nini leagues.
0: Yeah, um, must.
2: Have to have Nini leagues. Okay, let's just leave it at five because I can okay. go all day with it. Well, you're six. Right. Yes, then I'm six. And the place that we would go, and this is only because I had a crazy time and I just went, it, I would say Tulum. And this is <laughs> I why. I knew you were going to say this. <laughs> um, my recent trip to Tulum was it's beautiful, it's great, amazing, but definitely got chased by a spider monkey in the dark. Oh, <laughs> Um, which was so traumatizing. I still to this day... You should have like, seen
0: when he came back here and told me these stories. It, like, it
2: was legit. Why are we filming this legit part? Legit chased by Aspire Monkey, slid fell on the ground and I kid you not like I heard the spider monkey behind me still and I lay there for like five seconds because like any second this monkey is gonna be on my back and I'm dead so I just <laughs> like accepted my fate <laughs> so I laid there my Prada bag's all scratched up my legs bleeding like it was a sight So
1: <laughs> not the Prada
2: no so I'm picking Tulum because I know that these women would it would be beautiful like there's like a famous like daytime beach like club um, like beach club there so we'll have amazing time We'll have cockies with and everything. So
0: what do you think would be, who do you think would be part of the biggest conflict like between all of those people and what do you think it could possibly be like there?
2: You know what? I think... It will probably be a fight between Nini and Karen and who has the most money. <laughs>
0: honestly, honestly, though. Because
2: Nini brags about she's rich. She's rich. She's cashing Donald Trump checks. That's when she was on The Apprentice Show. You know, and then Karen's like, she's the Grom Dom, you know. So I think it'll yeah. be the fight to the finish of
0: who's Well, winning. and maybe because they don't want to do this, like, they don't want to be in the jungle, they'll try and book, like, crazier oh, places yeah. than each other. I'm getting this, Phila. No, yep. I'm getting this. No, I have a car service coming. 100%. No, I have a car service for us. Like, that kind of thing. Right.
2: And then, low-key, like, Mirasol and Alexia and I were just, like, at the beach club Hammered. drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly.
0: And you're amazing. Taking pictures of you and Speedos and them in their little bikinis and shit. (laughs) That's how the trip
2: would go for sure. Come on, bro.
0: (laughs) Come on, bro. 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 (laughs) Bro. Give me uh, another cocky, bro. I don't bro. know,
2: bro. They're back there arguing at the villa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that leads into mine because I also picked Mexico. Oh, yeah, Every single year we go to Mexico for my birthday trip. And I know that me and Hannah have talked about it on the pod before. But I must say that the three of us are wild on these trips. It's mm-hmm. like our, we're like in our element, in like the worst element that we could be. But also the best, you know, the, the most fun. So I've always wanted to do Mexico City. I wouldn't do that, too, actually. But they don't really have a beach. Mm -hmm. So we've tended to not do that in the past because, you know, we want to, like, get drunk by the water and whatever. But maybe, who knows? Maybe it's this year. We'll see. Mm -hmm. However, on this Ultimate Girls Trip, we are going to be immersed in the city and culture. And I thought that would be more fun for a bunch of, like, housewives because I Mm -hmm. feel like it's a little bit more uncomfortable Mm -hmm. to, like, have to interact with people constantly and not just be at, like, a resort or something. Mm -hmm. And so no one who is there speaks Spanish. Like, literally, no one. And I know, you know, I know what you guys are all saying. Aren't you Mexican, Kay? Yes, I am, but apparently
1: a bad one. We're both sitting over here while Kay's trying to talk to somebody in Spanish and she's like struggling to pull out a full sentence. And they're like, oh, this? And she's like, yeah. And then we're trying to speak Spanish. She's like, no, 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 don't say that. Say this. And we're like, huh i usually know what people
0: are saying at least so i know right. that if we're in danger or something but i cannot speak back is the only problem so it's kind of like i've
2: been working at duolingo for years yeah. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> <laughs> been duoli-
0: that bird is living red free in my head it's that been little. about
2: three years we've been Duolingoing. but yeah
0: so we're all going to be forced to take lessons Mm -hmm. like spanish lessons as Mm -hmm. part of our uh, Mm -hmm. part of our thing while we're in the um villa or whatever we are and i'm i'm picturing that we have like a a lot of times on these girls trips they have like a crew where they have like a a chef that they get to know and like a house manager and whatever Mm -hmm. and i just pictured those people being like our homies particularly Mm -hmm. like us three Mm -hmm. i didn't pick actual housewives i just pictured the other women just kind of being like Like the more annoying housewives maybe like from Beverly Hills and or like maybe Kyle Richards is there, Kathy Hilton or something Mm, where like they just really, they're not really so much about like cultural things I would say. Mm -hmm. They're more just about like how like... You know, uh, the luxury of it all Mm -hmm. being in this other place. And so basically the other girls, all the people in the house will kind of ignore. But like us, they'll be like homies with. So they'll do like favors for us and stuff, including... That. Also, I picture us having like a decked out golf cart or something oh that, we oh, like, yes. that we like a uh, travel around in or something. <laughs> I you
2: don't know? think they're driving golf carts around Mexico City. I'm sure it's like buggies or something.
0: <laughs> no, it could be golf carts. There's money there. A buggy. Like, with like a Thailand. Horse, like with
2: a horse? No. What? What is Wait eighteen hundreds we're called. To... <laughs> I'm
1: picturing a what? This isn't, and buggy. No, this isn't like Amish Town, Pennsylvania. <laughs> what? Like yeah, what, he, what does he mean like about buggy? What? What oh uh, yeah, what do you mean small, about buggy? Like, because I'm confused.
0: There. I'm sorry,
2: they I maybe mean, it's not it's definitely not called buggy, but it's like those small little like trolley cars.
0: I wanna have a scavenger hunt on this. In Mexico trip. City. Yes. That sounds dangerous. Yeah. And so we're they're putting our Spanish lessons to the test and we have a scavenger hunt and we have to like do things like try to find the best Mezcal, margarita, in town. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, we get known by like all the locals and shit. And Brax is gonna, you know, run trade all over the goddamn town. I'm upset that uh, you even know what running trade is.
2: So <laughs> Enough, but yeah, um, I will be. but yeah, you will
0: be doing <laughs> that do while me and Hannah are consistently turning down almost anyone who approaches us for yeah. usual, passing them over to Brax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pass yeah. them over. So, the problem will be that we stay up way too late and like terrorize the rest of the ladies in the house, and they can't fucking stand it because obviously they don't stay up very late. Mm-hmm. You know, I can definitely see us breaking some shit in the house with our antics, yelling for the chef to make us food in the middle of the night, just like our. 24-7 fucking room service that we're always getting (laughs) you know i didn't know brax was gonna say what he said but i will say that i had that the animals in the area may become an issue (laughs) okay because we like to explore in the middle of the night and have adventures as we mentioned with going in that you know broken down house Mm -hmm. me and brax breaking in a house there's a little bit of a pattern here mm-hmm. that we're talking about on the pond but i in this scenario i do have that braxton is the one that gets attacked by something no i was
2: just about to say it was on tip of my tongue go please leave room in the story for you to get hurt because we know that that's what's gonna happen Kay oh, gets that, hurt and I, every trip she goes on no, literally so. <laughs> i literally was like it's not gonna be me this
0: time no. it's not gonna be me this time maybe it'll be an iguana maybe it'll be a monkey but i had that braxton ends up in the hospital from an animal related injury but that he still like wants to party like the entire time so we have him like in a wheelchair or something <laughs> I mean, like what, going just... to the bars and shit
1: <laughs> I, like, wheeling brax
0: into the wheeling club him, wheeling him around the good like dance floor and him just voguing um, brax bulging, gonna get a man. lap dance okay, from one of the guys man. in the clubs
2: um, <laughs> yeah. I, honestly i want this to happen this is yeah. fun i know
0: ah! well <laughs> so there's always september God. They try and send him home because they're worried about like the the, <laughs> the risk, health. the risk that they're gonna have this, and then they decide that they're never letting a man on an ultimate girls trip again.
2: Honestly, I can see that happening because yeah. I would totally just rage yeah I rage, but, rage
0: but there's a lot of women who would rage yeah. too. you know yeah but Absolutely. it's something
2: about mexico that really gets me dude really gets me it's Mexico like brings a, it out in I'm all of us it really does. yep the I last the last time i was in mexico i literally shoved i don't think i told you this i shoved an entire balloon down my throat like
1: Bitch, what no, you
0: did tell me you did tell me yeah yeah <laughs> hold up was it like
1: a balloon animal balloon like yeah. a first mexico trip yeah. kind of thing yeah. Have I done this before? No, but somebody... No, remember in Squid Row, they gave out, like, all... And then she came and she made a balloon animal dog for me.
2: Yes, it was definitely one of those. They were hanging those out at the club that was in the resort we're staying at. What's up with all these balloons? I don't know. It's bad for the environment. It's bad for me. It's bad for everyone. (laughs) So I'm literally just on the dance floor. Like, someone brings one over to me, and they, like, point it to me, like, towards my mouth. And I was like, oh, okay. And, again, a couple shots of tequila deep, and I was like... First thing that calls to my mind, let's deep throat this in front of everyone, including, like, all my work people, including the CFO, all these people. So, but what happened was.
0: What had happened what was. What happened was.
2: I put it in and I realized there's a trick to it. If you, like, flex your, like, throat muscles, like, it deflates the balloon as it's going down. So it's not fully inflated while it's in your throat. So that's why you can put the whole thing down there and then just pull it so out and dangerous. it inflates as it comes back out.
1: You're telling me you shoved a whole I ass did. balloon down your esophagus? I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What all do right. you think was on that thing? Um, How many people I held that? I don't back? want to oh, talk God. about it. I'm not
2: proud of it <laughs> at all. I'm very, I, mean, I woke up the next morning so embarrassed. Like, oh. it was just, like, not cute. But I can at least say I did that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, At <laughs> least now you got a new bar trick. It's a, it's a, good, story. Story. Right, it's a good story.
1: Exactly new bar trick i'm just
2: gonna bring a balloon around with me yeah that way you're the only one who touches it yeah you You can blow it
0: up and deflate it we've learned the lesson we've learned the lesson it's just that bring your own balloon exactly yeah (laughs)
1: b-y-o-b bring your own balloon we're not going to mexico for this one for me we're going on a tour de italy oh my gosh (laughs) Uh, lots of cats oh yeah so so many cats because we all love an adventure and we're always the first three people to just say yes to about anything exciting. Naturally, we're the most fun of the group, which would start some drama in the first place mm-hmm. because the other ladies would not be happy with the attention we'd be getting. Yeah, we get and the camera I kind ton. of, mm-hmm. I stemmed that because I don't watch Housewives nearly as much as you two. And the only one that I really know of like consistently is the Beverly Hills one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of stemmed it from that group of women, but we notoriously also have a boat day on every single trip that we go on. So I feel like we would be on this boat day or we would go out to like a dinner one night and make friends with some locals at some like late night pasta wine bar. We're hammered. We're just downing limoncello shots, <laughs> drinking bottle after bottle of wine. We meet these, like, this group of rich old men, rich old Italian men of that course. fall in love with us. Love and that. they're like, come on our yacht tomorrow. And we're like, yes, can we bring the ladies with us? We go on this yacht the next day. Some, like, shit, we're just drinking, having a good time. We're going out, swimming in the ocean with all the fish, whatever. Have, whatever. Um, someone gets drunk, says some outlandish shit to Kay specifically, I mm-hmm. feel like. And then I feel like she would pop back off on them. Mm-hmm. Kate gets pushed into the ocean, Oh um, God. which stems from even like Not even the red fur. hair. I know. So you're yelling about getting your hair wet. I'm um, probably
2: killing someone in the background yeah, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> How <laughs> dare you? This
1: starts so much shit. Anyway, it gets to the point where the woman, whoever it is that pushes you off the boat, is now no longer a housewife. It started so much drama. She's kicked off the show. Oh, wow. She's out. We get on the show. They put us in. They're like, you guys are entertaining as fuck. So then we start off our own. Oh, so we like Sublet stole, show. gotcha. Really? Yeah, That's we stole, stole Los Angeles. Light. I love
2: that. Yeah.
1: Now that we've, you know,
0: gone on all of these amazing trips and gotten to much, much trouble, we are going to shift our attention to praising ladies in our life. So next we have Let's Hear, Let's Hear it, it, for it For The girls. girls.
1: So since we love to end on a positive note, Let's Hear It For The Girls is a segment where we shout out the female identifying people in film and TV that you listeners should know about. These are the emerging
0: or maybe slept on creatives that you can support and check out in the future. So Braxton, who are some of these individuals in your life that you're saying let's to that are killing it right now and why?
2: Yeah. um, I mean, I love this question. I love promoting like, women that are doing it um so i mean my first answer would have to be like my dear friend and also uh my client that i work with uh kelly she used to go by kelly rednicki her married name but now is her main name is woen w-o-y-a-n so definitely check her out um she's a writer producer she has written cookbooks i like first time i met her i she was uh looking for an outfit to wear on the today show to promote her cookbook right now she's working on a film that um, she's going to be shooting it in Chicago um, either this year or sometime next year. So she's like killing it right now. Not only that, but she's also a uh, single mom of five kids. Oh my gosh. Like she kills it. So literal powerhouse. 100%, 100%. And like never seems phased by any of this. Like she'll run down her schedule with me and I'm like, girl, I don't know how you do it and still have a thriving career. She's amazing. Love her to death. Um, So definitely look out for her. My second would be... uh, Her name is Ashley. Again, last name kills me. It's Belote, I think. It's B-E-L-O-A-T.
0: And we will be linking all of these. So you'll be able to just, you know, click away.
2: So Ashley, I met her. We have the same mother agency when it comes to modeling, but she also does um, acting. And so she's been in like all sorts of commercials and stuff like that. Like she was just in a Geico commercial. She just did something for uh, CVS. But now um, she's in the UK shooting a uh, feature film there right now. Oh, awesome. Good for her. That's so epic. Just, she's killing it. And I just love women that are multifaceted like that. Like, she's an insane model. Like, we've shot together before. And, like, everyone can't even, like, keep up with us. because We're like, boom, boom, boom. Like, her posing is insane. And then also, just, like, her personality is so loving. And so she's such a good actress. And then I also think she's, like, a nurse, too. So it's, oh like, all these women I know, like, they are just, like you said, powerhouses. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Yeah, definitely check out those, two because they definitely have some really major, cool projects coming out soon.
1: Amazing. Okay, so Braxty, what are your next endeavors, and what can people look out for of you in the near future?
2: Well, I mean... Uh, I mean, I'm still working for the the company that I work for now. Uh, If you guys would like to check out that content, feel free, I do advise, but I am just working my way up through the ladder. I mean, I love working in production. I just recently got promoted, so now I'm like overseeing the entire art division of this production company I work for. Um, So I'm looking over the wardrobe department and the um, art department, and I'm loving that. Long term goal is definitely career of director. So, whether it's with this company or another company, but that's what I will be looking to do in the future. But as for like personal projects, just more like my modeling and stuff like that. So, we'll see.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us today. Thank you so much for
2: having me, guys. Of it's course. Been so fun.
0: We will have many more Let's Stories, I'm a Blank, Little This or Smidge of That. How did we get here? And let's hear for the girls in future episodes, along with several other fun-filled segments and
1: guests. In the meantime, make sure to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at OCS Productions and let us know which segments you adore, which segments you really fucking hate. We have a lot more video content as of late, and we want to interact with you all. Also, please rate us with a smashing
0: five stars wherever you listen to podcasts and write us a review on Apple Podcasts. It honestly takes two seconds and we will catch you next time for more. She said
1: let's.